What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. What's Up Whittier? Dun, da, da, da. Remo. Jesse. Where are we at? I'm... Uh... I'm 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 getting my my suntan for for today, and it's partial suntan because I'm under a would it be a pergola? Yeah, yeah, yeah pergola. Yeah, yeah. It, so. It's such a nice day today, man. It is it's, if when you're in the shade. <laughs> you gotta work yeah. on your tan anyway. Yeah, though. well, I'll we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I have the meanest tan line now. We're talking about tan. You can't see it, but my watch tan oh, yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. So my ring, it's. So I could never take off my watch for that reason. There you go. But, well, you can't today if you wanted yeah, to, man. Well. <laughs> we'll be here for about a couple minutes. So. Yeah. Um, well, with that said, Remo, where are we at? We're at the Chicken Bodega in uh, on Whittier Boulevard. So if you hear some background noise, we're sitting in the in the patio area. So if you might hear a, maybe, a, I don't know, ambulance every so often. That's yeah. Well, let's hope not. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a beautiful thing about the spot, man. We're on yeah. the boulevard. So you yeah. see traffic coming through. With that said, yeah. uh, you want to introduce yourself and, and tell us a little bit about, for the people that don't know what the chicken bodega <laughs> is, what the chicken bodega sure. is? Yeah. Yeah, my name is Rob White, um, co founder, owner of Chicken Bodega. Um, we've had Chicken Bodega for almost three years now and it's gone through a good amount of ups and downs and, um, you know, almost closed about six months ago and kind of kept things rolling. But, um, yeah, it was just built on a simple, super simple menu, super small. We just wanted to keep it small and consistent. Um, and that was, you know, just always the original plan, like keeping the menu as small as possible with the freshest ingredients and um, just trying to do everything right, the right way. So, yeah. And the name says chicken, but is it is it all chicken? Yeah, all chicken. All chicken. Yeah. So walk us through the, the menu. Like, what what should, what should somebody expect if they're coming here? Yeah, I mean, you know, definitely like the staples. We've got like the chicken leg. So it's just a brine leg quarter. So leg and thigh. Um, we grill that. We brine that for 24 hours, marinate it to order, and then just give it a quick little char. That's served with like fresh cut fries, a salad that has grilled corn, feta cheese, um, and a tangerine vinaigrette. So super simple, fresh. Um, we've got a couple sandwiches. We do them fried. We do them grilled. Everything, again, is brined for 24 hours. Um, all the fried chicken. And then chicken strips and a couple sides. And then dirty fries, which are like our cheese fries that have our fried chicken on them. And um, chipotle honey aioli. Yeah. So when someone comes in for the first time and they say, hey, I've never been here, what should I get? What, what's normally the go-to or recommendation? You know, definitely my go-to is like the chicken leg because that's where we started. So, you know, when we originally opened this place with my first partner, Stephen Arroyo, we only had that on the, the menu. It was like a one leg or a two leg, and we only had two sides. Eat chicken. <laughs> yeah, that was all we had. It was yeah. like really just trying to have the best chicken leg. So you came in for grilled chicken, and that was the only thing you could get. And we had that menu for probably five months. I think we yeah. I didn't switch it until November, and we opened up in July. So uh, we had it for a while. And you say just chicken legs, no breast? No breast. Oh, my kind of, yeah. I, I don't care for breast. Right? <laughs> really? I'm a leg and thigh only. I, yeah. No most way. chicken breasts, to me, are too dry, and I, I could eat leg and thigh all the today. I can't do chicken breast. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, think we, I mean, we had a lot of people probably, yeah. like, 
turn a lot of people away probably because yeah. we didn't have breasts in the beginning, yeah. which, you know, was hard. But, yeah. you know, now we have breasts for the sandwiches, obviously, but it's a boneless breast. We don't yeah. have bone-in breast. Yeah. yeah. And, and what is – why no breasts? Because a chicken would I mean, come with bo- yeah, uh, parts, right? I don't know. Steven and I had, like, conversations about it. He oh. wanted to only do leg and thigh, and I kind of love that about his idea. And uh-huh. so we just kept rolling with it. And I think we might have tried a breast in the yeah. beginning, but, you know, even being brined and grilled, it yeah. just came out so dry. Yeah, and yeah. we're like, what's the point of this? Yeah. Like, you got to dip it in some sort of sauce. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just Or not, a cup of water right next yeah. to it. <laughs> <laughs> My feeling's the same way about turkey. Too, too much sauce. Yeah. yeah turkey yeah. is a no-go for yeah. me. That's, that's funny. That's interesting. You, you like chicken breast? Uh, well, it's funny because that's usually what I kind of gravitate to, like the breast and then it's the uh, the thigh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I've never thought about it that way, man. Yeah. I've never just... been or heard a restaurant that only had one. Because I would think the rest of it are like like spare parts or what do you do with the breast? Because right. normally when you order, you get you can Yeah, order. well, in the beginning, we, we found a guy out of oh, L.A., okay. a butcher, who was just giving us the legs and the thighs. Got it. And now all of our purveyors, you know, they can get, they separate that on their end. Okay. So we just get legs and thighs. Nice. Um, you know, I think, yeah, we might have tried doing it with a salad in the beginning with the breast if we got the half chicken. Oh, but cool. we ended up, now it's like bringing 300 pounds of just chicken legs, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. don't, don't mess with that, right? <laughs> yeah. So so what started off with, I mean, why, why chicken? Like, and why, why only chicken? Why only chicken? Yeah. I Honestly, we got, I, I got lucky, you know, in the sense of meeting Steven, you know, when we met. And it was his idea to have this menu. And so... It was kind of like, all right, Rob, well, you're going to run the restaurant and execute it and be there every day. And I was like, you know, that's what I wanted to do. You know, being young and hungry and just trying to get my foot in the door, um, that was all I really wanted. So he told me, like, hey, we're going to do a menu with chicken, fries, and salad. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. And then once, you know, Stephen and I split up and I wanted to add to the menu and kind of bring more to it, I just, I loved keeping the idea of only chicken. It was in our name and kind of just in our nature so i was like if we're gonna add sandwiches we're gonna add anything else like it's just gonna be chicken mm. so and in terms of the bodega i mean where did the name come from like did you guys we we went back and forth on the name for a couple of weeks yeah. um i think we had we had we had stopped on a name we had bird rights was a name that we were thinking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was one that we had batted around for a minute um and then Chicken Bodega, he threw at me, and I was like, love it. Like, let's see if we can get a logo made up. And we had a local guy make a logo for us, and yeah, it was history after that. So it was cool. Nice. Yeah. And nowhere in this this whole time have you been like, you know what, I want to maybe introduce something else and, and see what kind of goes with it. Not really. Not I don't – you know, during COVID, I remember I did – you know, I was here a lot. Like, I was obviously I was here a lot. Like, you know, before I had my other restaurant, but we, I did like a burger, but I just did a burger because I something fun and different to do. But it was off the menu. It was kind of like if people called and wanted to order a burger, they could do that. You know, with a lot of restaurants closing down and stuff, I just kind of threw something else out there. But I've never added anything to the menu that wasn't chicken. Um, yeah. yeah. And your the restaurant actually also. The restaurant actually also has a, a drive-through. Right. So, do you guys get a, most of the business drive-through, or sit in, or is it fifty-fifty? I think it's definitely probably like seventy-thirty. More drive-through. Yeah, more drive-through. Okay. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. we see a lot of drive-through action. You know, I yeah. think 
you know, even today, we might have five people sit out here, really? right, all day. So it's yeah. not, it's, you know, it's a loud street, and I, I mean, I understand. And yeah. there's not many drive throughs especially for, like, local spots that aren't, yeah. you know, chains. So um, I think for some people, it's cool to grab something that's a little different from mm-hmm. a drive through and take it home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. With drive through it makes sense just because, I mean, you probably run through this. It's like when you have kids in the car and you got something quick, it's like... It just, just give me anything. Easy. Yeah. So getting out and, <laughs> yeah. and is not a yeah, it's not an option. Not an option. Yeah. yeah, or we're all going home and eating cornflakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> daddy's lunch or dinner. That's right. That's right. In terms of the uh, the burgers, that's something that's still on the menu. Like the no, menu, some people just... still ask about them, no, but really? no, we don't do them anymore. Right. Yeah, I did them for probably like a month or a month and a half during COVID, right when the shutdowns happened. Um, and then it was kind of like, let's just get back to, you know, just just the regular menu. So yeah. it was fun for a minute. So talk about COVID. I mean, how, how did, uh, obviously, that impact everybody, uh, but more more on the restaurants. Um, how did it impact you, and, and what is one thing that you've changed after that? I mean, I feel like we kind of had all the models set up when before COVID had hit, and we got very, you know, we're very grateful for that. I mean, we definitely like sales you know boomed a little bit during especially the original shutdown so i remember like march april may june like things were really good and that was really just because i think we were already drive through we had our takeout system set up mm-hmm. right our boxing was already on point and things like that where you know i think when you went around to some restaurants like especially if you're full service it was hard to translate right, and yeah. figure out how, what do we put this what to go boxes this go in and some people just didn't know because they never had to do it so we were already set up in that sense which we were really you know grateful for um so there weren't too many changes to be honest you know we i mean we took plates away but before that it, more convenient for you guys yeah <laughs> right we already went through just as many boxes i think and to go cups everything was already all disposable yeah, yeah. so yeah it kind of worked out but is, is there one thing based on that, that that's actually changed the way you guys operate? Or is, is it still kind of just consistent based on what you guys have been doing? Still consistent, I would yeah. say. Yeah, I mean, definitely changed my mindset on, like, restaurant business. But, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely not. Not for this location by any means because I think it's always – it's been set up like that from the beginning. We never were trying to turn it into a full-service restaurant. You know, we give a little bit of service, like refills at the tables and things like that, right, if you sit in. But – there's no plateware. There's no, you know, stuff like that. So, plus chicken, you gotta eat with your hands, man. I, I don't know. All right. It's like I don't know if you do you eat it with a fork and a spoon, a uh, knife, or no. <laughs> yeah. See? I mean, unless I go to like a restaurant and I have to, even then I'll the chicken breast. <laughs> yeah, the, the wing uh, legs legs at least you could eat a lot easier with your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Breast is a little awkward if you grab the breast <laughs> and take a bite out of it. <laughs> Uh, so no, I mean, when I go to other have other chicken places, it's always with my hands. Yeah, it's yeah. never, uh, it's never uh, with a knife. Yeah, yeah, and fork. So in terms of where, obviously where you, how you got here, what were you doing before the chicken bodega? I mean, I've just been in the industry my whole life. So since I was eighteen, working in restaurants, and it was anywhere from like cooking to um, working in the front, serving, bartending. Um, and then like right before I had opened up chicken bodega, it was managing a restaurant down in San Diego with a chef. And that was probably where I had like my best learning experience and kind of 
kept drawing me towards like you got to figure out how to open your own restaurant and that was kind of where i was what i was leaning towards um so yeah i haven't done anything else since i left high school and just was trying to figure out a way to open up my own are you local here or originally I no know san diego no i i grew up in seal beach and then was living in long beach and then was commuting to san diego um, oh, wow. daily yeah i would take the train a few days and then yeah. i would drive a few days so we had a kind of a situation set up um it was in encinitas it was like an hour oh, okay. and 20 right not not deep, not chula not vista deep, all no, the way. <laughs> yeah not deep san diego right yeah but um yeah it was still a good drive and but I was willing to do anything for like the learning the experience and the opportunity yeah, to work with that chef. Yeah. So it was really cool. So before we started, you were sharing a story how you, how this even came about. Yeah. Do you want to you know kind of relive that conversation? For sure. Yeah. No. Definitely. So yeah. I mean, I I remember taking a trip to New York. It was in April of 2019, and I was there and flying home. I remember coming back, and it was really just a trip to like get some experience or like. I don't know, I guess get some like inspiration for like what was going on in my life, like trying to figure out the next step. And I was coming back, sitting next to somebody and just, I don't know, I had a feeling like this guy had worked in the industry or maybe I somehow knew him or he was a chef and I just wanted to open up a conversation and see what he was about. And he ended up being the guy we opened up chicken, I opened up chicken bodega with his name, Steven Arroyo. And he's like, oh yeah, I own a restaurant in LA and if anything ever comes up, like I'll, I'll shoot you, you know, here's my number and I'll give you a call. So I remember two days later, he gives me a call and says, Hey, meet me in Whittier Friday night, like eight o'clock or nine o'clock. I have this. Bring your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> no like, security. Right. And we come to this space right here and he's like, yeah, he's like, I had a taco place here. It closed down, but still willing to give something a shot. Um, I have a couple ideas, but this chicken one, I, you know, want to go over with you and I was super intrigued, and I was like, okay. Tasted some food at his restaurant, I think, the next week in Hollywood. And then from there, we just got the restaurant cleaned up, opened up Fourth of July weekend, and kind of kept rolling. But it was a pretty weird and, like, you know, like, wild start to, you know, the industry, or at least getting, you know, getting your own restaurant. So it was fun. It's definitely you're right. I don't I don't know if it's weird, but I think it's just definitely uh, an interesting. Uh, you don't meetup, know, you, you don't know? know who's gonna be in your life and for what reason and right. You know, a lot of things like that. It just kind of comes together. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I def I even remember like switching my flight that day because I woke up late and her oh, flight wow. was supposed to leave at seven a.m. on like a Friday more or. I think it was a Tuesday morning, and mm-hmm. I called the airline. I'm like, can we just get the latest flight out? Because I want to keep checking the city out. And then we end up switching airports, like going out of not JFK, but the other one, right, LaGuardia. LaGuardia. And, and so he yeah. was, it was just weird to, like, fall into his lap, you know, and, like, be right there next to him. So it's crazy. Yeah. So, so how did you start the conversation? <laughs> I just, I mean, he, you, did you know, tap him on the side and nah. say, hey, are those, are those chef hands he, he that was, you got? He was quiet, you know, and that's why I was kind of nervous, and kind of like an intimidating guy like just by his look and so i was like i was like hey i'm like like do you mind if i ask what you do for work and he's like oh i actually own a restaurant in la and i was like okay i was like i had a feeling so he was really nice after that and we started talking and talked the whole way home and got his phone number and yeah 
it's interesting. reached out. <laughs> now, obviously, we're in Whittier. You say you started in Long Beach, kind of worked your way over to uh, San Diego. Um, and, and obviously, now you're here. Um, any anything holding you back from actually staying here? What are you like? Come, like moving in over here? Really? No, I probably not. If I didn't have a restaurant in Long Beach, yeah. I I definitely would. Like I love Whittier. I think yeah. it's really cool. It's like definitely a small like family oriented town, and I like Ooh. that about it. And I mean, I've met so many locals just through the drive through, and people that have come in, and so many regulars. And the city's been really good to us. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, I've met a lot of the business owners. Was like talking to the owner of uptown provisions today and you know he's just an awesome guy and was like if you need any support like just reach out and so um yeah i think that no nothing's holding me back besides the drive and (laughs) if i didn't have any other commitments in long beach did you start your long beach restaurant uh first or this was the first location and this was the first got it yeah and is did it stay is it the same concept or how did did it change when i went to long beach yeah yeah it was the same yeah, so then I, about, I guess it was a year and a half later, 20, 20, uh, I guess it was 2020, and, um, or it was the end of 2019. Good time to start a bit restaurant. Yeah, it was <laughs> probably the worst time, and yeah. I don't know what I was thinking, but I got a loan, and I was like, oh, we're going to open up a chicken bodega in Long Beach. And I thought it was a great idea, and about three months later, going into, or going into 2021, right? Um, I was just like, whoa, this is, this is going downhill quick. And, you know, we had a bigger restaurant, a bigger lease, you know, there was a lot more expenses and I kind of had to just cut ties pretty quickly. So eight months after that, I was like, all right, we're going to turn it into this oyster bar. And I had this concept working. And so that's where lives came up, you know, the new restaurant that I have over there. Um, and you know, chicken bodega had to had to stop in, in Long Beach. But luckily we gotta keep Whittier and keep things rolling here. So yeah. Interesting. And you were saying how many oysters you guys sell a day or a week or So yeah, on average we sell like anywhere between like two like two fifty to four hundred. Wow. Yeah. Have you guys ever keep track of like the record for the day? Probably, I think it's somewhere close to close to five hundred oysters. Wow! Yeah, and we might have done that on like we do like half off oysters on Mondays right now and things like that. So, uh-huh. and that was the day that Remo showed up. Yeah, I'm just yeah. getting details. Right yeah, now. I'm, getting, I'm getting ready. I love right? oysters. This guy loves that. oysters. Though. Yeah. What was it? What was what took you guys to change the the concept over there? I'm to be honest. I mean, I was just like fighting for my life at Necessity. that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just didn't have a choice. Like, I felt like I. You know, I had I had a lot of loans out and I, I just I didn't want to let a lot of people down. And so I knew that that was my concept that I wanted to do for a full service concept and um, was just talking to a lot of people about it. My business partner at the time and, you know, my manager that had been with me at that chicken bodega location. And I was like, it feels like it's the best move. And like we're already we already have so much risk out on this space and. You know, the landlord was like, what are you going to do? And so it was a pretty, like, it, it didn't cost too much, I guess, to switch things around. And so I was like, you know, let's just give it a shot and kind of see what we can do and turn it into a full-service restaurant. How long was that transition from closing the door to opening it? Only three weeks, honestly. We moved really quick, yeah. I mean, I closed Chicken Bodega beginning of August, like maybe August 1 or August 2. And... Um, 
lives open September 3rd, like uh, Labor Day weekend. And so had a local contractor help me out. And we just started demoing. And, I mean, I already had all the food ready and all that all that stuff. Um, and so we just had to get the front ready and get the restaurant, the signage switched over and stuff. And, yeah. Does the kitchen need to change when you go from heavy chicken to oysters? Yeah, it changed a little bit. We, we changed, like, um, we changed a fryer out um, for, like, a range and an oven. Um, I had an extra fryer over there. I brought it over to Whittier to help them out. So we kind of... Um, kind of made things work but the rest of it no you know the fridges are all intact um the tables and everything like that was good to go it was all pretty much the same yeah which was nice any any future plans to bring uh, oysters to Whittier <laughs> I mean we would love to for sure if there Monday, was a, Monday yeah. afternoon here right <laughs> I know yeah run a pop of a chicken bodega um yeah, I mean, I don't know. Whittier is like a great little city. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity and there's just like, there's a good base clientele here and there's so many people, I think. Like, yeah. Uptown's got a really good draw and pull, right? So, it'd be fun, hopefully, eventually, you know. Just got to get that restaurant super stable and, um, yeah, just to a good place. No, definitely. And again, I say that because I know we have a lot of oysters, or I say a lot, but we have several restaurants locally that have oysters. Yeah. And that's always a, a big thing because you think of, or you never think of oysters in Whittier. Right. right? I mean, you're so far off the coast. Um, you think tacos. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always that one, you know, it's like, I we mean, had, like we had someone sense, say right? that one time, right? At a uh, podcast. He's like, can they stop bringing taco places to Whittier? Yeah, we definitely have a lot of taco no, shops. Yeah. 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 In terms yeah. of the overall, um, um, just going back to the menu, yeah, because I know obviously we're talking about chicken, and you kept saying simple, but everything you mentioned didn't sound simple at all. Didn't sound simple. It, it's, uh, I mean, it <laughs> sounds like there's obviously some, some, uh, a lot of thought put into it. Because you said it, the process is 24 hours to get the right, chicken yeah, made. for all the brine on the chicken, yeah. Like it and might it, be simple for us to eat, but yeah, <laughs> not, when you say 24 hours, <laughs> right? I'll go with back to my cereal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I just think it was important for me especially. And, like, we just wanted to hold, like, a really high, like, high value on, like, the quality. And so, like, when I say simple, I think I mean even, like, with the ingredients that go into it. Like, brine is so simple. It's, like, a salt water mixture, right, that we season. And there's four seasonings in the salt water mixture, right? And there's some sugar in there. But it's not – it might take our guys – you know 30 seconds to put in a pot and you know 15 minutes to boil and then cool down and then throw on top of the chicken so simple for us like restaurant people i guess yeah. right if you're like talking in a kitchen um versus you know certain things that take you know 25 ingredients you know and plating with tweezers and things like that yeah. you know so i guess that's what we kind of think about with simple and just for it to taste the best get the most out of the chicken that we can how big is the batch that you guys normally prepare at any given time? We we always do like probably have around eighty pound eighty pounds of chicken on brine. Yeah, um, and then we'll probably cook around 40, 40 to sixty pounds, and then have twenty on brine as like a backup to go for that evening in case we do need to cook more. And that's chicken. every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. And does do you have different batches of? 20 or 40 or do you guys do 80 pounds we keep 80 in a pot 80 in like a huge cooler in the in the walk-in yeah so 80 pounds coming and going different times exactly you don't like make the 80 pounds and when you run out you run out for the day 
it depends. If we do, if we run out, if if we go through 80 pounds, and we will run out for the day. And there are days that we'll run out of legs. And I'm sure people around here know that there's times you could come at 7 o'clock uh-huh. on a Wednesday and we could be out of chicken. How and, often does that happen? I mean, we tr- definitely try to, like, avoid that as often as we can. But I would say maybe, like, once or twice a week we'll run out before our closing time. Uh-huh. And we'll run out of one or the other. So it could either be the breast or it could be the leg. Um, but definitely not both. We'll have something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Do you ever need to put a sign outside saying no more chicken for the day? Because there's <laughs> yeah. restaurants that, right? yeah. I forget which ones that have, when they run out of whatever for the day, they run they out. Close, yeah. 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 Maybe it's bread or bakers or one of those. Uh, yeah, which I've seen before too. Yeah. We used to, Our hours we used to put like 11 till sold out. Yeah. Um, just because we, we felt like we were running out more often. Um, now we've set our hours to specifically close at 8 and close yeah. at 9 on the weekends. Um, but, yeah, I think just to try to be more consistent for people that are coming in here. Do you guys gauge business based off of chicken pounds? Chicken pounds? Like, like the weight of the chicken worth, you know, this week we averaged, I don't know, 50 pounds, 60 pounds or anything like that? We just look more at... I or mean, just sales? Yeah, and- no, I mean, that, that does help, but I think it's more just about what what items are selling because you know certain weeks legs will move heavier than sandwiches and things like that so you really get a better idea when you're looking at what items have been selling the most yeah yeah i'm looking at your your instagram feed and and the stuff that you guys got showing showcasing on the menu um what what keeps popping up a lot or what keeps catching my eye is uh, corn on the cob (laughs) yeah which again i mean yeah chicken we think chicken you think corn but not corn on the cob right where, where does that come from? So the street corn, I mean, I guess we were really, you know, once we were thinking about adding a couple sides on, we had the fries, we had the salad, and I was like, well, let's add a seasonal vegetable, and that could just be like grilled asparagus, grilled broccolini, any any type of green that we grill back there, because I feel like, you know, a charred vegetable is always really tasty, seasoned properly. Um, Especially with and, chicken. Yeah, right, 100%. And then... We were, you know, kind of messing around, and some of the guys back there were like, well, what about, like, some type of street corn? And I'm like, oh, I guess we could make, like, a riff on, like, some type of street corn. And so now that's become definitely more of a staple where you see people come in here and order four or five, six street corns, like, on the side. Are they little have. quarter halves or they're, they're full? They're, they're full ears. Oh, they're full on. Yeah. Full. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. That's a side? That's Yeah, that's one. That's wow, one that's side. almost like yeah. a meal. <laughs> right? <laughs> or a good, hearty snack. Yeah. So... You know, pretty simple. Like, again, four or five ingredients on there. Yeah. And aioli, and we put some cotija uh-huh. cheese, cilantro, and some spices. So the the dirt, does the, the, will that be the dirty the fries? The dirty fries on the cheese, right. Cheese, uh, and essentially all, it looks like uh, yeah, chicken dirty. on it. Fried chicken. <laughs> and are these uh, cut fries uh, from uh, freshly cut here? Yeah, we cut those in-house. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So we cut, like, a Kennebec potato back there and soak them overnight and fry them up. You also have a, do you still have the wings or is that uh, just yeah. seasonal? Yeah, wings are on the menu now, like full time. Um, so we brine those and then we, yeah, fry them up to order. And they've been, they've been moving a little bit. We've got, we've had them on the menu for a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, but give it another chicken option if you want yeah. something a little smaller than a whole leg, yeah, you know? Yeah. And are those like, do you guys have different uh, like seasoning or flavors or is it just kind of customized? Yeah, so we do like a lemon pepper and we do a buffalo. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you have a go-to uh, on wings? 
Buffalo's good. I like yeah? Buffalo. Yeah. I, I mean, I, any wings are, are good for me. Like them <laughs> wet or dry? Uh, dry and like dipping them, though. Like yeah, yeah, soaking yeah. them. So I guess, the, you know. <laughs> um, I, I did have a question regarding um, yeah. uh, what what items have you maybe tried that you said, man, it, it didn't go as well as expected, but you liked that you wish would have got picked up a little bit better. Dang, that's tough. You said the burger and we yeah. talked about the wings sound like they made the cut. Right, yeah, the, the wings, ones were... wings made the cut. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe sometimes with vegetables that we've put on, right? Like, we've tried, like, an artichoke before. And uh-huh. I don't know if it was, like, well-received, but I was like, dang, like, yeah. this is kind of a cool vegetable to, like, you get, like, a fried chicken sandwich and you get, like, half an artichoke. Yeah. I feel like it's not, like, it's not su- common. super common, yeah. right? You're so. not going to another chicken <laughs> place and getting artichoke. Yeah, so I thought that was cool, but people were like, uh, I don't know what this is. I don't know how to eat it. <laughs> yeah. um, was it was it boiled, fried? I no. So like yeah. So we boiled them all off, right? Cooked uh-huh. them, cooked them, cooked them to tender, and then we grilled them to order. Got so it. we made a vinaigrette. We cooked. We grilled them to order. Uh-huh. Um, seasoned them and served them with like a fried garlic aioli. Um, but I kind of knew it was downhill when like the first day we served it. I was sitting on the or standing inside, and someone on the patio grabbed the whole artichoke and put it in their mouth like they were going to eat the whole thing and i was like dang i'm like you should get i'm not sure you should have a little instruction video or pamphlet when you order it it goes underneath as a tray uh (laughs) this is how you eat artichoke so i felt bad i went out there and was like oh just you know grab the meat from the bottom of the leaf and which is you know understandable but i was also like some people are going to hate this. Yeah. They're going to get home because they're going like, to eat it incorrectly. They're going right. to take a bite and, and try to eat the whole leaf. Exactly. This doesn't taste that good. Yeah, it won't taste good if you try yeah. to do that. <laughs> Growing up, my, my mom always used to boil artichokes, so we would always eat them as you know. And I, I didn't. Once we got older, I would never see them anywhere. And then when I started seeing them, I, I, I remember us eating them. And I don't remember what they were. I just remember they were good. Right. And so when I started knowing better after I became a teenager, I was like, oh, that's what we always ate. So I've always loved artichoke yeah. for that reason. Is there a benefit to it? Like, uh... No, I, I probably was on sale. We, we had, <laughs> <laughs> with my mom, it was four boys. So it, it wasn't because it was the nutritional value. It wasn't organic. It was like gotta feed the cheapest, you know, probably at that point, which was decades ago. But yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anything else that you guys tried? On the menu, I mean, not to be honest, no. Like some sauces, you know, we've tried here and there to throw yeah. on, and some of the partners are like, "Oh, let's put honey mustard on the menu," and I'm like, "Yeah, like yeah. we've got a couple sauces. Like I think we just kind of stick yeah. with them and see how they roll." And people have been happy with them, and you know, I've added a barbecue sauce, and some people have been taking to that to try to give people a different option. I feel like that one gets asked for a lot is barbecue, um, so. I was going to say, one thing for me, like, when I have chicken is that, like, you know, at least for me, I know it's good chicken when you don't have to order uh, dipping sauces. Like, when you have dipping sauces, you're ordering extra dipping sauces, like, okay, now I'm just eating dipping sauces. Well, because you eat chicken breast. When you eat legs and thighs, you don't have to. The the sauce is limited. And and, and maybe that's what it is, man. But it's, uh, like, you know, anyways, that's my take on on sauces. So I like that you guys are just keeping it simple, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, that was always, like, that was always the thing I fought for. was, like, let's not turn into Chick-fil-A with, like, a million yeah. sauces. Like, yeah. it's not bad, but it just wasn't really what we were trying yeah. to do. And then barbecue seems to be always, like, the one that, that gets added to chicken. Like, so it's always chicken with barbecue or barbecue on chicken. And, 
so to be able to kind of deviate from something like that or have something different, I think it's kind of kind of helps. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I don't I don't know why else. Yeah, it's always barbecue on chicken. Was there something that you guys put on the menu that was gangbusters where you're like, we hit a home run with this? I mean, probably like the dirty fries. I would say, yeah, those definitely. Like, we started with those and. It was like everybody was ordering. Dirty Are those fries a low fat, stuff. no calories, yes. <laughs> dirty fries? Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, our uh, our light and fresh meal. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just think there's so many people. I mean, to be honest, it's like we're right next door to a dispensary, so yeah. you know, not <laughs> to like. Yeah, yeah, I think it was convenient, and um, people were like, "Oh, cheese fries, like yeah. awesome with fried chicken <laughs> on them. Like it's a meal. It's maybe one of the cheaper things on the menu, and <laughs> let's get it tastes so them. good, <laughs> right? Yeah." So. Two for before and two for after. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I saw that you guys obviously have uh, the chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Um, you guys have the spicy chicken. How spicy is it? It's definitely a medium spice. Yeah. I always like kept it. I always once, whenever we created it, like I was like, we've got to keep this at a level that is friendly for yeah. all ages, right? And so it wasn't like trying to be a Nashville hot chicken and. It's just a dry spice that we top on top of the chicken. Um, you know, we we just sprinkle on top of there. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, very, very medium, I would say. Some people come in and say it has no spice at all. So, right. And this is either a, a big sandwich or a small hand. Right. <laughs> I mean, is that is that how big it usually yeah, is? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. If some people come in and say the sandwiches are too big, and then some people say it's too expensive. So, I don't know. It doesn't make sense, right? That's massive. But it's That's... it's a six ounce piece fried. It's a three inch brioche bun. So it's not a huge bun, but That's the six sandwich. Ounces? Yeah, that looks a lot big. That looks yeah. like a whole chicken. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they so, yeah. come that way with exact six, six yeah. ounce. Where you guys? Yeah, well, you no, we, well, we cut them. I mean, okay. we cut them off of like they're they're big pieces. They're about you know a pound and a half butterflied, uh-huh. and we cut them. We cut the breasts down. Um, yeah, you so, yeah hungry, they could Jesse? be they could be six. They could be seven. You getting hungry? You're no, scrolling yeah, through I'm scrolling through everything. Well, here they even have an option for you: a salad. <laughs> is that still on the menu? That is still on the chicken menu. Chicken salad. Yeah, yeah. So we do like we call it a cob salad. It has like tomatoes, cucumbers, avocado, onion. Oh, that, that one. That's the chicken bowl, actually. We don't have that on the menu at the moment. That one's always that one did well. So yeah, that was that was street corn, avocado. We did uh, grilled chicken breast, and that was just some rice underneath that we seasoned. Yeah. Yeah, see that look. That corn looked good on there. Yeah, people love the little street corn on the side. It complements, well, I guess, with the chicken, right? Especially, is it sweeter corn? Yeah, I mean, obviously, corn corn. yeah, it tastes when it's in season, right? You know, yeah. we've had we've had months where the corn's definitely not as sweet as others, but yeah. it's getting better now, so nice. getting sweet. So I'm seeing some seasonal stuff. Yeah. Uh, so what what do you guys have current right now? Uh, right now is May. Yeah. Uh, so look for May, kind of I guess summer summertime. What, what do you guys have coming up for season? Uh, Nothing like in the works. I could see probably one thing that you know we'll add to the menu will be like something salad form, right? So last summer, you know, we did stuff that had fresh berries and we did some fresh fruit from the farmers market. Um, so we did a couple, bunch of different seasonal salads. Um, so we go grab boxes from the market and do things like that with snap peas and you know fun berries and things like that. And people really love those, and we sold a lot. So anything like that will probably add to the menu for the summer. 
Do you guys cater at all? Or have we've, you? Done, we've done a few events here and there, right? Or do you have people. any like family size feasts? Yeah, we've got one family meal on the menu. It's like twenty four ninety nine. It's like four legs and uh, two big sides, and so they're like sides for four or five and four chicken legs. So it's definitely a good deal, and kind of could feed a family of four if you all like the grilled chicken and. You get the fries, you get the salad, the street yeah. corn, things like that. Yeah. A family or, re- or even by himself. Yeah. Right? Four legs. Four legs is <laughs> too much for yeah. us. I mean, unless they're like, you know, full-size legs, yeah. then that's different. But sometimes nowadays you get, you order at other places and, you know, the wing comes out and it's like, you know. So baby wing. It can't, it can't be as big as my pinky because that's not no longer a wing. That's yeah. like a baby wing or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like these are big legs. I think you guys would be... Yeah, pleasantly surprised. Nice. Uh, I saw watermelon on there. Was it, is that something that's coming back? Or is we'll it... add it for the summer. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's one thing. You, you, you caught me with that one. I forgot. So we did like a street street melon. Yeah. So we did like the same setup as the street corn, but with watermelon as the base. So we topped it with the cheese, the cilantro, the aioli. Yeah. People really liked that, and that was fun. Aioli on the watermelon? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, it sounds interesting. I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't think, right, that they would mix, you but really yeah. Yeah, any, that's a fun one. Any plans to keep expanding or? Yeah, I mean, with the current investors I have, like you know, they're always looking at places, and we're always kind of batting the idea of trying to get another one open, especially with you know the way that we had to close down in Long Beach and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely like in the works, and we're always thinking about it, looking at spaces. Um, but just got to find something that makes sense. So yeah. I would in, a, love, in a perfect world, what city would it be in? I think it would be closer to Whittier, honestly. So, like, maybe El Monte, right? Somewhere mm-hmm. off of the 60, Baldwin Park. Um, so, San Gabriel valley Yeah, right? I think, like, somewhere where we still can draw, like, this crowd. Um, okay. Because I feel like we've always had a good, you know, good feedback from this community. And I think there's a lot more people to feed around here. Okay. So... And again, it's one of those things where, like, you guys are talk about a prime location. I mean, you guys got to have a lot of li- eyeballs kind of passing by every day. Yeah. Uh, and then the drive-through obviously makes it a little bit more convenient, which uh, I, I think it goes a little. I mean, I don't know if you guys are considered fast food or not, but right, it, would it be fast food if you have a drive-through? Or is I mean, it I feel not? like people definitely relate it to fast food when they see the drive-through, but the trouble is, is the food takes probably 10 minutes, at least, you know, 8 to 10 minutes. Yeah. And so that's kind of the trouble. And I've always tried to figure out ways to speed it up. But unless we, you know, drop the quality and have chicken pre-fried and fries pre-fried and have heat lamps and warmers, then it's not really possible. So I've always just said, we'll keep the quality. The drive through is convenient for people because they get to stay in their car. Yeah. But it's not a McDonald's drive through I mean, you're not flying through it. It's definitely more like an In-N-Out drive through where you could be in it for a minute, and you know, which is awesome about In-N-Out where you're waiting for it. It's fresh, mm-hmm. um, and that's definitely more what I would relate it, you know, compare it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. So, yeah, no, man. It's again, it's one of those de- one of those things where like it helps to have that little drive through in the back. All right. Um, plus, not a lot of businesses along this this area have them, but except for Starbucks. But yeah. I mean, Starbucks has a, a drive-through in every location. And Taco Bell, maybe. That oh, on Taco Bell. Yeah, that's on the other side. Um, well, start with the Whittier questions. Let's start with the Whittier questions. But I have a, I guess, a different 
question outside of Whittier question. Who <laughs> else in Whittier do you think you you might say to yourself they make pretty good chicken as well? Chicken coop. Yeah. Like I met the owners recently. Really cool people, Jason yeah. and Michelle. Uh-huh. I'm almost certain. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I remember tasting their chicken a lot before we opened up Chicken Bodega because we were just trying to figure out, I think, who else uh-huh. sold chicken and it was in their name like yeah. us. And so yeah. I remember trying their chicken a lot. That's probably really the only, to be honest, the only chicken I've had in Whittier. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I've eaten yeah. a lot of, you know, at the Mexican restaurants and stuff yeah. that have been great, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you're not eating here, what are some of your go-to spots or restaurants to either eat or get an adult beverage or in town? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say Crooked Gaff have been to a decent amount. Yeah. yeah. Chef Tony's really cool. Uptown Provisions I've been visiting a lot recently. He's got great stuff and he's newer. Um, been to Poet Gardens a couple times, right, with the brewery and stuff and hung out there. Um yeah, so check those places out, and those have been yeah. kind of the go-tos around town. Do you have a go-to meal? Like like when you leave here, you're like, man, <laughs> I got to go get something else. Or, or do you have like a go-to? Like not back re- eat it every day? You not, can- no, not really. I mean, sometimes, to be honest, I, you know, it might just be like a quick like in and out because it's like, seems like it's in and out's not quick right <laughs> well you know what i'm saying right it's your in and out commitment it depends when you go yeah well. i think it's just because it's open up late and yeah. it's something that like whatever you get protein style you don't yeah. feel super heavy but yeah. and it kind of fills you up yeah exactly it's a good burger i ask because every every time we've asked a chef like it's always oh i make this great like and it's it turns into something <laughs> that you think is gonna be like a great meal and it's like simple like oh just Spaghetti. Yeah. It's like oh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich is <laughs> my go-to. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. On sourdough, though. Yeah. Um, doesn't sound bad. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes an Uncrustable, you know, yeah. out of the freezer. Those aren't bad. So as, as I know, I've seen your hesitation when Jesse said, what is your go-to? Are you the, the type that looks at the menu and then makes a decision? Or do you go there, beeline, you know, exactly what you're going to order? I mean, unless I'm going to in and out then yeah, I always look at the but menu. But when you go to the Crooked Gap, for no, example, do you I change it up? Look, always, yeah, change oh, it up, for okay. sure. I mean, they, those guys always do fun stuff. They do different things. Like, yeah. I don't... I wouldn't go to, like, a sit-down restaurant and order the same thing every time. That's yeah. definitely not the type of eater I am. Um, you know, I love trying it all and kind of seeing what's new and, yeah, yeah try go try to go through the whole menu, honestly. Unless you're Remo. Yeah, I, I, I eat the exact same thing really? every single time. <laughs> I know what I'm going to get, how I'm going to (laughs) feel, you know, I'm going to be excited about it and savoring it. And so for for a long time, my wife would make the exact same breakfast every single morning. Wow. And she would say, do you want me to do something else? I was like, no, this is good. (laughs) I'm like, I'm I'm totally fine with it. Same when I go like places you mentioned, the chicken coop, cooker graph, all the places I have like a go-to. Go-to meal. This is it. Like That's crazy. Yeah. Nine out of ten times. I like that. I, I actually prefer... When we go in a bigger group, so I can I can still have my meal, but try other people's food. Yeah. <laughs> like, be, be on the that's the side, goal. Right? <laughs> Venture out a little bit. Sometimes me and my wife <laughs> order the exact same thing because we both like it. I'm like, you're no fun because yeah. you know we <laughs> can't try each other. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, if it's a steak, we're both eating the exact same yeah. steaks. So oh, anyway. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, how about things that you leave the city to go to that you wish were here in the city of Whittier? Dang, that's tough. Like in Long Beach, is there something that you're like you you always go after over there? Like no, not really. I mean, to be honest with you guys, I feel like I don't go out to eat too much, right? Like 
to a full-service restaurant, if that right. And so if I go out to eat, it's definitely more in the Asian cuisine. So I like to go to, you know, a ramen or a sushi spot or a yakitori spot. And I feel like I always lean towards Torrance, Gardena area. Um, you know, fresh seafood's always good. Um, if there's a place that I kind of find is doing it, doing it fun and different, we'll go try them out. But... I feel like I kind of stay away from, like, the American cuisine, right? Yeah. Like, just the normal pizzas, burgers, sandwiches kind of situation at a restaurant. How about outside of restaurants? Like, anything that you would <laughs> like to see in the actual city? Right, man. That's tough. I mean, maybe, like, some... not. I guess it's in the restaurant realm, but, like, maybe more, like, cocktail bars, right? I think, like, Long Beach has a lot of those, which are really cool. Uh-huh. And so there's a lot of fun bars where I think you can go out, grab a good drink after work. Um, I think things like that are kind of a gem in Long Beach that maybe you don't find in Whittier as often. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is one of your favorites in, in the city of, of Long in Long Beach, Beach? or in Long here Beach in Long Beach. Beach in probably the Blind Donkey in downtown? Blind yeah, Donkey. it's like a cool whiskey bar. It's like underground, and yeah. they do some fun drinks, and it's just a good vibe. Have you been to the Opera? Yeah, the, the Italian place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really. They make a spot. really good dirty martini. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have two of them, and you're, like, you know, tumbling out of that place. <laughs> you're singing? You're, you're, you're doing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good spot. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I, I know you mentioned you weren't originally from the city, but do you have any fond memories of maybe when you were younger that when you think of Whittier, this is what you, you know, thought of? About Whittier? Yeah. Or just know, growing I up, think, like, something yeah. you see in Whittier, you're like, man, that kind of reminds me of growing up, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just think, like, it's... I, I think it's cool because I feel like it's very, like, there's so many families, right? It's, like, very family-oriented. Like, even a lot of the people that have come and worked for me in Whittier, like, they all come from really good families. Like, I meet their parents, and their parents are awesome, and, you know, they do, like, barbecues on Sundays, and I feel like everyone kind of hangs out at home and maybe does a barbecue, and um, everyone's got, like, a really good routine that's, like, based around the family in Whittier, which has always been like a thing I look up to because like that's what I've always wanted um, and you know sometimes in like a like maybe faster paced city I don't know like LA or whatnot yeah. maybe you just don't do that so yeah. I think Whittier you know is a gem for that in that sense that's always cool to see yeah. and do you want to share your physical address or, and, <laughs> yeah, and where we're, we're standing for sure yeah, if you could tell everybody, for those that don't know, where you're located, right. address, social media, and, and how do they, what's the best way to order? Right, yeah. So we're at 11114 Whittier Boulevard. Um, I don't know, in between, the, in between Broadway and Norwalk, right? Um, yeah. And Chicken Bodega's Instagram. Um, best way to order would probably be Chow Now. You can do that through Instagram. If you want to have your order uh, ready to go, you can also call it in. Um, do you guys do delivery or anything? Or no? Through Chow Now, uh, DoorDash is like a partner, so you can choose an option to have it delivered. Yeah. Do you guys I think get a lot of business from that? or A decent or amount, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we probably do like anywhere from like 7 to 10 orders a day on Chow Now. Okay. Yeah, so it's a good it's a good little stream, and yeah. you know you see a lot of people using it, which is nice. Um, yeah. But like I said, you can come through the drive-through. It's you know somewhat painless. You don't have to wait too long. But yeah. promise it'll be a fresh meal and yeah. super hot and you know yes, yeah, it'll be great and simple. 
simple. <laughs> I, I would say simple for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have I know everybody says simple and it's hard because like you're right simple for me would be like just you know let's go uh, but I know there's a lot of thought into it you know right. so it's uh, it's not simple it's definitely delicious simple with me for picking up the phone and ordering yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> tell me who to pay yeah yeah. well That's Rob fun. thank you for, for yeah. uh, coming on yeah. thanks thank a lot you. guys yeah. see you later Whittier bye Whittier